Hello, everyone, and welcome to Coffee with Convery. I am your host, Brian Convery, and for those who are new to the show, Coffee with Convery is an intimate, upfront, and personal coffee chat with some of the most amazing, intriguing, and inspiring students and young talent I have met over the years. This podcast series is meant for all audiences, students, new grads, early professionals, career service counselors, parents, recruiters, and lifetime learners with a passion for the futures of skill and for work. My guest today is Josh Tilson, an energetic, hardworking student from the University of British Columbia Sauter School of Business, majoring in a dual degree in business and computer science. Welcome, Josh, to the show. Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit more about yourself? Hey, Brian. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be on your show. I know this has been in the works for a little while, and so I'm so excited to see this come to reality and really grateful to be on the show with you. Like you said, I'm a third year business and computer science student at the University of British Columbia, but currently studying from my hometown in Northern Ontario, which has been a pretty big transition. I'm definitely missing being out on campus and on uh, the on-campus student experience, but being at home definitely brings a lot of advantages being home with family. As an individual, I love learning from reading books to going out and challenging myself to new problems to solve. And I'm also a really big fan of trail running and Nordic skiing. But other than that, I'm super excited to be with all of you, all, with all of you today on this podcast and really excited to share a little bit about my experiences so far in university. Thanks, Josh. To get us going, I also like to ask my guests a few you know, get to know you questions and to get us warmed up and to get more insights into you as that person. So if you don't mind, I'm going to ask you a couple of fun questions to get us going. Uh, what is your most uh, used emoji? <laughs> I cannot say I'm too adventurous in the emoji <laughs> department. Um, so I'd have to say either the classic red heart or a smiley face. <laughs> Those are great. Yeah, I, uh, the hearts are great. The thumbs up as well sometimes is also a good one. Sure. Um, if you could eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? Um, I'm definitely someone who loves carbs, so it'd have to be pasta. 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 That's good for those runs, right? And the skiing. Exactly. Uh, how? What is a favorite, um, I guess, way for you to spend a day off? Uh, I think it'd be exploring nature, just getting outside and uh, really enjoying the day. Nice. Now that the weather's warming up and there's some sunshine out, it's making it even nicer to do that. Yeah, I don't um, know if we've, we've got that quite yet in Northern Ontario, but hopefully <laughs> Yeah, I, I've seen the sun here in Toronto today. I don't know what the temperature's like. I admit that. Um, do you hit the snooze button or do you wake up immediately? I'm, def I'm usually the person that would wake up immediately, but I think uh, recently it might be the cold weather, but I've succumbed a few times to crawling back into bed. There you go. That's not so bad as well once in a while. And lastly, what is your favorite word? Um, maybe considering I'm surrounded by it right now, but I'll have to say snow because I absolutely love it. Snow. Awesome. Good to hear. All right. Well, um, many students like you have made that, you know, high school to post-secondary school transition 
and are now entering that workforce for internships, you know, the co-ops, the work integrated learning experiences. Um, would you like to maybe talk a little bit about your transition so far and what you have learned along the way? Yeah, for sure, Brian. Um, so I decided when I went to university to take a big leap and it was going from my smaller town in Northern Ontario across the country to a big city, Vancouver on the West Coast. And that was a really big transition for me and something that I honestly didn't anticipate. I thought it would be smooth and super easy to integrate into the new city, but it's something that I struggled with a lot in my first year, especially when it came to the sort of different cultures of competitiveness that I might have experienced at uh, the business school that I was attending. And so really moving across the country away from my family into an absolutely new city where I didn't know anyone was daunting. And um, it definitely took a while to adjust, but I think that in putting myself in that situation where I was outside of my comfort zone was probably one of the most incredible experiences I've had to date. And it's something where I've really had the opportunity to grow as an individual and learn a lot about myself as well as make some really meaningful connections along the way. And so that was a really big transition, but I'm so grateful uh, to have experienced it. And now I'm sort of kind of in a flipped situation where I'm transitioning uh, to being back at home with my family from being out West due to the uh, coronavirus pandemic. And so uh, that in itself is also quite a big transition that I think many other students might be facing, which is, how do we live at home with our parents and our siblings again after being away for such a long time? Yeah, those are some really, you know, interesting moves that you've made and, you know, picking up and moving across the country and especially um, it's not, a, not an easy thing. You know, it's exciting in some ways, but it's also leaving that comfort zone of home, but also exploring more and, and getting yourself out there. Um, you know, as you think about that and the experiences that you've had, um, both, you know, personally and, and from a professional perspective as a student, you know, one thing I, I often like to ask is what was maybe one thing reflecting back that you think, you know, should be taught in school, maybe high school, maybe in university or college, maybe you feel it should be taught now that that really isn't. For sure. I, I think this ties into something that I really, truly believe in and I try to uh, center my entire day around, um, which is all about the importance of self-care and taking care of yourself. And I think that oftentimes we're communicated this sort of vision or this sort of ideal self where we can continue to work for uh, the entire day without stop, without break, and continue to push and push ourselves beyond uh, a certain point to continue to achieve our lofty goals. And so I think that really taking a step back and evaluating our own personal needs and understanding what we need as an individual to be successful, to be happy, I think is so important. So starting off the day by doing something for yourself and doing something that makes you happy or makes you feel good so that then you can continue on once you've met your own needs and do the work that you have at hand. And I think that that is so important and something we often neglect too often, especially when it comes to exam season or busy season in whatever line of work. Yeah, some really good insights there. You know, it's that idea of um, that self-care, that self-reflection, 
that ability to um, give yourself some time to uh, just regenerate, right? Um, just to feel a bit more ready for the next thing. Exactly. So getting, you know, a little bit more personal now, um, and, and again, thinking about our audience and, and some things that they might learn from today's conversation, could you share with me and our audience what has been, uh, I guess, your biggest challenge in life and, and how did you overcome that challenge? Yeah, and so this ties in a bit to your previous question about uh, what I said around self-care. And I think one of the reasons why I've come to truly believe in self-care and its importance is because of my own struggles with mental health. And so it dates back to my biggest challenge, I would say, was back in 2016 when I lost my stepfather to um, suicide. And unfortunately, it uh, proceeded in a series of events where I really distanced myself from friends and family and buried my emotions deep inside. And it became to a point where I was really struggling with my own mental health and depression and somewhere where I didn't really see a way out. And it was really difficult. And I know a lot of other students feel this, especially during tough times, especially during a global pandemic like what we're in right now. And so I'm really grateful I was able to emerge from that place and begin to have conversations and open up about the way I was feeling and definitely was not a straight line. And it's something that I continue to work on each and every day, but it really emphasizes the importance of taking care of ourselves, of speaking out about the way that we're feeling and connecting with others to create that supportive environment where we can have empowerment, where we can have communal mental wellness. And so it's brought me down uh, a lot of different paths and I'm really grateful for my ability to have come out of that dark place in my life, especially because of all the connections and experiences I've had following it. And has even led me uh, down the pathway of meeting you, Brian. And so I'm immensely grateful for that. Uh, thank you so much, Josh. And thanks for your, your vulnerability and for sharing your so personal story there. Um, and and again, yes, I, I know that's how we actually met. Um, you know, through as as many people may not know, even a a LinkedIn uh, connection, uh, which followed up with a a coffee chat and uh, and gone on from there. So it's been my pleasure too to get to know you and hear your journey and and to see how you've um, overcome and and continue to work through uh, these challenges. So thank you so much for sharing that that very personal story. Um, the other thing we also think about too, sometimes, you know, um, I, I like to say yesterday's dreams aren't always today's realities and have, have, how have you maybe looked at priorities that have changed over time and, and, and why were they changing or why did they change and, and how did you deal with that? I was actually having a conversation uh, with a close friend about this quite recently and, uh, I think probably if I were to focus on one particular perception, because I think a lot of our perceptions and our opinions on um, certain topics are changing all the time. But one in particular that really stood out to me as of recently was that in my first year of university, I was very focused on um, graduating with a specific title and a specific salary. And I really held those two title and salary as um, what brings value to a particular role or what would bring value to 
um, my university education and deem whether or not I was successful. And I think now as I'm in my third year and almost completed it, I've really lost that same perception and moved more towards valuable work as I'm a lot more focused on being somewhere where I'm happy, where I can have a work-life balance and do all the things that I love. In addition to that, like I'm focused more on that over um, something where there's a big title or a big salary associated with the job. Yeah, that that's that's a really interesting shift, right? And um, and and these shifts happen over time. Um, you know, realizing that uh, the meaningful work and the opportunities that lie ahead uh, are most important. Um, that's a re really good reflection and a really good lesson to share with with some of our some of our listeners. You know, and, and thinking more about you know values and skills. Uh, one of the things that um, you know, I, I, I look at a lot is, is people's values and how they approach things and even reflecting myself on my own values over the last year or so more so with being at home and having that time to kind of think through things. If you were to, you know, I, I often ask students to say, you know, tell me who you are and they, they sometimes lead with what they do. But I think what's more interesting is, you know, what values do you think describe you as a person and, and how have those values and skills enabled you to be successful in life um, as, as you start and continue this journey? Yeah, that, uh, that's a great question. And I think that um, taking the time to self-reflect on your personal values is something that I think I've only really started to do as of recently, as you said, through the, uh, the pandemic. But something that is so valuable, especially because you can learn little bits of information about yourself that you might not have even realized. And so I guess if I were to have to say three particular values that I hold uh, at the front of my actions each day, I would probably lead first and foremost with love. I think that centering your life around love and the communication and the display of love is so important first for ourselves and then, of course, to those around us, whoever they might be. Um, I think another important value that I hold is growth. I think as soon as we stop learning and stop growing, we're not truly living. And then finally, I would say courage. Uh, I think the courage to stand up, the courage to truly be yourself and to not be afraid to communicate who you are to those around you is is so important to me. And I think keeping those at the forefront of who I am is so important. And I think having those values is translated to amazing opportunities like developing and creating strong, meaningful connections with so many cool people and so many extraordinary experiences. And I think that when you keep, or when you're able to identify and keep a set of core values at the forefront of your decisions, it really helps you as an individual grow. Wow. Yeah, those, Josh, every value you just shared is something I've seen uh, getting to know you. And um, I would say those describe you f very, very well. And to have those insights into yourself and to to capitalize on those opportunities that you can actually exercise those values is, is what's, you know, what makes you tick and what makes you so successful. Um, I do have one final question, I guess, that we have some time for before the we wrap this conversation. And I've really enjoyed 
uh, having this conversation with you is, you know, if we're thinking about the students or the many career services folks who might be listening in and, and even parents, I often get phone calls from parents, you know, asking advice for what their, what their, um, what their child actually, or their, their young person should be thinking about, you know, is there any tips or tricks, um, that you've learned, uh, navigating this, you know, transition that you're in now and the transition you've already had, um, around uh, some advice or what advice would you like to maybe leave the audience with today that might help them in their journey and, and thinking through what you shared with us this morning? Yeah, of course. I think be your authentic self. Don't be afraid to be vulnerable. Don't be afraid to open up and share the person that you are and what you believe in or the experiences that you've had. Because when you truly lay yourself out on the table with authenticity, with vulnerability and love, people are so much more drawn to you and they want to connect with you and they want to support you. And I think I, I was inspired by your LinkedIn page, Brian, because uh, when I was going through the content that you were sharing, your authenticity really stood out. And that was one of the reasons why I felt inspired to reach out to you and be authentic about my own personal experiences. And I think once you go down to that level of vulnerability and you can really connect with an individual, then we're only people in the end. And I think you can really create beautiful connections, beautiful and meaningful connections when you're your authentic self and when you have the courage to reach out and share about your experiences. Josh, some great advice and uh, some great insights. Uh, well, that that's all the time we have today. I, I do want to thank you, Josh, for joining me and actually being my first guest on the show. Your insights and your thoughts and your advice, they're so informative, but they're also so inspiring. For the listeners, if you liked what you heard today, please share this podcast with your network, and we will look to connect for episode two to talk with some more amazing students, both past and present. This has been Coffee with Convery. Until next time, stay well.